Hey everybody, welcome to the Leader Lab. This is Leadership Shorts, quick thoughts to help you level up your leadership. My name is Chad Wright. I am the founder of Forward Partners and I am joined as always by my partner in podcasting, Emily Grace Deal. Emily, what are we talking about today? So you and I are both big fans of Gordon Ramsay. Absolutely. Right? We watched a bunch of his shows, Master yes. Chef, Kitchen Nightmares, yep. Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about leadership lessons we can learn okay. from the drama on Hell's Kitchen. And there's a lot of drama on Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> yes. um, if anybody watching has never watched it before, it is a cooking competition, but it's not really like Master Chef feels like a healthy cooking competition. Like overall people are good to each other and they support each other right. in the process. Hell's Kitchen is like, we're all gonna try to tear each other the down. The percentage of drama goes up It is so, so high. Mm -hmm. And so I've, I've been watching it lately and kind of going through a couple of seasons and and I started to notice some leadership lessons that we can kind of pull out of it. Yes. And, uh, and so a couple of things for this episode, there was, there was one that I just noticed over and over and over again that confidence, the people that are super confident when they come in, it's very quiet. Confidence mm -hmm. is usually quiet. Cockiness, on the other hand, is very loud. Right, you can kind of start to predict, like yes. some of it is like the editing, right? Because they're like, right. we're not gonna put yes. all this person's story in the beginning. If you see their story yeah. first thing and they get a lot of attention, they're probably gone that episode. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, they're probably out. Absolutely, when I think about leading teams, you see a lot of that, right? Mm -hmm. the, the confident people are, they're quiet, they do their job really well, they're high bar for excellence. They're not loud. They're not boisterous. Yeah. And the people that come in cocky, they come in and they are all about how great they are, right? They are not focused on the team. They're not focused on quality. They're focused on them. They are the best. Right. And they're often setting up a really big fall. Right? <laughs> yes. And they're, and they're like, look how this is going to be amazing. And I'm going to do this really cool thing that's super extra and I probably shouldn't do. Yes. And those big swings don't always work. Sometimes maybe. Well, and it's, I think there is a there's an outward focus versus inward focus, right? Cockiness is all inward. It is me, 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 me. Confidence, then at that point, you're able to build other people up, yeah. right? And I think this plays into leadership in one specific way is how do we see ourselves as leaders? Mm -hmm. Do we have confidence that we can show up and side by side with our people find solutions? Mm -hmm. Or is there the cockiness of I have to find the solution? You know, one thing we talk about a lot is, is as leaders, we take on too much weight. Mm -hmm. We put the weight of the world on our shoulders. And so we feel like we have to do that sometimes. And if we're not confident in that process, we do it in a very cocky way that is very loud and I'm in charge. I've got all that. Never, it's fine. never goes well. Um, Wait, and the minute you start to be really cocky like that, then it's harder to ask for help because you've already set up this expectation is. of it I've got so, everything. God, that is such a good point. It is so hard to ask for help when you have set yourself as, as the pinnacle. Yes. Right? I'm amazing. I can do all of this. Don't you worry. Yes. And then you're like, yeah. this like tiny seed of doubt pops in and you're like, well, oh, I can't man. ask now. That is so good. Cause it's so funny. And when you think back through these episodes and these seasons, you don't see a lot of humility you don't see a lot of people willing to say, I need help. There is this, in order to get to the winner's circle, to be the final one, I have to pretend I've got it all figured yeah, out. Yeah, well, in Hell's Kitchen, I think about like, you promised these big things, yeah. and then, well, now you can't not yeah, yeah. do that. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's funny how the heroes of the show always end up being the people that are just confident. They are quiet, they, they attend to their work, they're not all about them. Mm -hmm. Now, the other part of this then is, 
we notice some of those cocky people often to become the villains of the episodes, right? They are the ones that you are literally watching just to see them fall. The train wreck? Yes. And so what you see is intentionally the show keeps them on longer than they should, right? They And it's funny, there was one in this season I was watching and she was just one of the worst human beings you've ever watched on TV, right? Just terrible leader, draining life from everybody. And I was literally watching just to see her lose. I actually lost interest in everything else except her losing. <laughs> she didn't finally get kicked off until like the, I want to say the second or third episode from the last. Yeah. I did not care about the finale at that because I was just watching. <laughs> you aren't invested in anything else. 100%. <laughs> and so they, they very intentionally hold on to those people. But what it made me think about was like the organizations we work with. Mm-hmm. Often they will hold on to those toxic people. Part of it is because they don't know how to help them get right. better. They don't know what to do with They it. don't really know what to do. Some of them are trapped and they can't necessarily fire them because of the systems they're in. And so they hold on to those toxic people. Sometimes it's because the toxic people are providing something. They're actually good at some things. Like this person specifically, really toxic as a human being, was a pretty good chef, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so you see that in organizations. You'll have the salesperson who genuinely brings in a ton of revenue, also makes everyone miserable. Right, so you right? can kind of discount some of the bad for a while. Exactly. And then it yeah. just kind of grows. And ultimately what you find is those toxic people are draining so much life, it does not matter how much good they're doing. They need to go. Mm-hmm. And while Hell's Kitchen is intentionally holding on to those people, I think sometimes as organizations, we unintentionally do it. Yeah, I agree. And we discount the damage they do. Mm-hmm. But the damage is tremendous. You want your people, when we think about a thriving team, they cannot wait to show up to work. They cannot wait to gather with the team to have an impact, to find solutions. These kind of people are the opposite of that. They make people want to not show up. To right. Work. You're trying to create a better environment that everyone wants to be a yes. part of. Yeah. And you just can't do that with someone who's toxic and is trying it's to drain the life of it. You know, when you are trying to build a healthy organization and you've got this just person just draining life from everyone around them, it is exhausting. It's like a black hole of effort and hope and all these things that yes. we want to hold on yeah. to. Yeah. I think a good piece of that is like that doesn't mean they necessarily are a terrible person maybe they're in a terrible maybe that environment it's not good for them maybe they need to be let go so they can find a better space it's not like we're just saying oh my gosh this person has no luck and no hope anywhere it's just like maybe this is not the space this is not the right situation for them and that's okay and so really i think as we think about this and we think about hell's kitchen and next episode we're going to kind of dive into a couple more of these ideas but for this one specifically leaders This idea of confidence being quiet and cockiness being loud. Make sure that you are a confident leader, that you are focused on excellence and doing the work, but you don't have to be perfect. It is not all about you. It is about others in the team. And when we veer into being cocky about things, and especially our role and our capabilities, it is so hard to ask for help. That is such an excellent point. It's so hard to raise your hand and say, I don't have it all figured out. And so think about that. Make sure you are in confidence mode, that you are quietly doing the work and pushing things forward. And the other side of this is if in your organization you've got some toxic people, make sure that you are doing everything you can to either develop them or get them out the door. And do that in a healthy way with empathy and grace, but they are doing so much more damage than you realize. And you see that over and over again. I don't care what reality show you're watching, you see the damage toxic people do. If you recognize any of that in your organization, you have got to figure out what to do about that. Either develop them or help them find a new place to be that is not yours.
All right. I love thinking about this. I don't watch a lot of reality TV, but for some reason, Gordon Ramsay, just <laughs> watching him yell at people this. for whatever <laughs> reason, that does it for me. All right. If people want to send us questions, if they want to send us their observations from Gordon Ramsay's shows, where do they yeah. send that to? They can send it to lab at forwardpartners.net. Lab at forwardpartners.net. If they want to find us online on all the social media where we're putting out this content, where do they find it? At Forward Partner. At Forward Partner. Thank you for this conversation and joining thank me you. in Hell's Kitchen. John, thank you for producing. Wilco Works. Spaces. Thank you for your partnership and thank you for watching. We will see you right here in the Leader Lab next time for Leadership Shorts.